one. Don't be nervous. Go ahead. Welcome to a fresh episode of the Manic Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Riley, along with my lovely producer, Taylor Robinson. How are you this week? I'm doing well. Doing well. Good. I'm jealous. I am stressed out. I don't know <laughs> what it is. I don't know if I've been doing drinking the wrong Kool-Aid, or as they say, with a nerdy way, but um, I'm stressed, man. I got, But I do. I feel good today. I feel good today. I got a little bit of caffeine, a little, like a half a candy bar, get that serotonin up. It's funny how like a little bit of serotonin or a little bit of good thoughts can just help out and push you like in a different direction than you were going. Makes all the difference. It does. And then where you even get those good thoughts from. I mean, I, I know that I can't do anything within like a two to three hour span. Has, something has to, I have to do something every couple hours that makes me feel good or I'd rather just be napping. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I'm a, I think I'm a notorious napper myself, so I kind of reward myself with naps for my productivity. So you use it as like a, a reward for something. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just kind of like if I don't have anything else to do. Yeah, no. Well, that too, but, <laughs> but mostly. <laughs> Which I don't have a lot to do all the time anyway. I mean, I sit around and, and too much as far as that people would argue that, but um, I just got to find stuff to do every couple hours now, and we went... To, um, floating on the river I got a little sunburnt oh. took the puppy it was a lot, but it was like way, I was, I'm a little panicky when I'm stressed I've noticed that about myself throughout my lovely journey here um, I get like I feel, start to see bad things happening on small stuff and then when it works mm-hmm. out fine people look at me like I'm insane like that's how it was supposed to be why like, were you why worrying why were you worrying <laughs> yeah and I was like I don't know at the time it felt like it was going to be something more than that and then I look at the negative sides of it I get panicky and that can be very like stressful around people around you like, I know that I was like that a little bit in, in, in work experience. Like, well, what if we do this? If we do this, this will happen. And then sometimes when we do adventures or vacation, if I I like to be the person that's not in charge on vacation. <laughs> a follower, not a leader, huh? Yeah, I don't know if that comes from just like watching my, when we planned family vacations growing up, my, my dad ran the show most of the time and I could just pick on him a little bit and sit mm-hmm. back and relax. And now like it's, I'm older and like we do stuff, I got to kind of, halfway make decisions and it's like i don't even like that much responsibility it is stressful though i i can definitely admit that when i go on vacation my mom like you said but maybe about your dad like she wasn't a we're gonna rest and take naps and just kind of go with the flow she had everything planned to a t did you like that i didn't really i liked it mm. It's a hit or miss because I liked it because I kind of had an idea of what we were going to do. I could plan out my outfit, stuff like that. But I I like to have a little rest time or just like a couple hours where we don't have a plan. We can just kind of free ball it, you know? I got you. Yeah. I generally don't want to do what anyone else wants me to do, which gets me in trouble. And then, but it's also like I'm not good enough to like plan everything out myself. Hmm. So that's like a a weird spot to be in. Yeah. Because you're like, you don't really want to do everybody else's ideas, but at the same time, you don't. You're not putting yours out. Like you're not really doing anything. Is why I'm <laughs> calling myself out here, on the, like just basically saying like I'm not. I don't want the responsibility of planning everything, but yeah. I mean I do want my input to be heard and like stuff like that. But um, everybody wants once you put your input out there, and then. But I've been wrong a lot recently, recently on this small stuff because I've been taking this panicky mode when I get stressed or. I'm, my anxiety is not at the all-time high right now. Like, I have definitely have had bigger world records than, than what I'm going <laughs> through right now. But it's I can feel it, and that's when it kind of gets... It's like I don't handle everything as well as I do when I'm not anxious. That makes sense. 
but then that's but being that anxious puts a lot of pressure on the people around you around when, you, you. when everything looks like a disaster or it's manicky. So I'm trying to like I and then I creepily saw this not creepily that's not the word like just randomly ran across this documentary of this this McAfee guy. I don't know. I need to watch the whole thing before we talk about it too much, but he's just he's like disappeared and then has like camera guys that he flew in and hop in a van with him and follow him around as he's hiding from who know from who knows what. Wow. They compared him to like what what's one of the first things they said on it was like He's a little bit of James Bond, uh, James Bond, a little bit of Scarface, and a little bit of Indiana Jones. And wow. I was like, first off, that sounds amazing. That's a triple threat right there. That sounds fantastic to me. <laughs> Just a guy sitting on the couch not wanting to plan kayaking trips. But like that sounds... <laughs> Like it's just a crazy life that I want to I want to watch more of it. Maybe I'll watch more of it and we'll talk about it later on a future podcast. But I was thinking that guy's got to have some definitely like his lifestyle. If he's not manic to begin with, he's living a manic lifestyle. If you're that that yeah. if you feel like you're getting chased every day of your life, if you are too, like if he was right about it, which I need to watch more of it. Mm-hmm. But even when you're not and you feel like you're, that's crazy. So that's you guys try and steer it towards like instead of doing like negatively, they're listening to me. Like I just started to see what sales I wanted to find out about that week, and say that out loud and have that show up in my phone. Yes, <laughs> yes. It doesn't always work. What is why, that why? on? Uh, the documentary I think is on Netflix. McAfee. I think maybe it's one of these. We have so much. She, she, uh, she loves so much TV. We watch so much TV that we have like every streaming possibility. <laughs> so sometimes I don't know where we end up watching it at. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, what did we like? You ever get that, like a week later and you're like, what did we watch that on? Mm-hmm. Where before you're like, I watched it on TV, dude. Like yeah. now it's like I don't even remember what I wh- whether that was on YouTube or whether that was on Hulu or whether it was on Amazon Prime or right. CNN. I don't remember where like, we watched it's it. It's like I started on Netflix and we yeah. switched to Hulu. So it could be on Hulu. But then, you know, we went over to Peacock. So I don't know which one of them they're on, but they're all one of them. Right. We're going to go back <laughs> and we'll find it from there and search it through and we're trying to remember. And then whoever remembers it doesn't have to pour the next beverage. But there you go. This little rewards for that stuff. But I, that was an intense one. Maybe I'll watch that one and get to more of it. But the compliment of those three people yeah. combined into one lifestyle, even if it's not true, the fact that someone would think that was true about your life, wild. it's crazy. It, wild is perfectly wild. said. <laughs> yeah. And it seemed wild from the intro of it. And a lot of these documentaries are going to have to outwild themselves now. <laughs> so we're just going to have to find more and more people that have crazy lifestyles in order for us to sit there and eat chips and salsa and watch it. Exactly. Nice margarita with that, too. I wonder, you ever wonder what your own documentary would look like? I think it would be pretty boring. (laughs) I think you could find a way to make it. (laughs) I think you think it's boring because you lived it and you're Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I mean, what are they going to, like, I'm just watching TV again. But um, there's other stuff going on that they could make. I couldn't make, I don't know. There's not legal things involved. So that's a lot of documentaries, isn't it? Like someone's mm-hmm. in trouble with the law, whether it's usually line or something. Yeah. yeah. People love that stuff. I'm not as much into that as I am like just wild lifestyles. Mm. Maybe it's like. How so? Just like I don't care about the crime as much. I just care about like how crazy line, the crazy line the story is. Like for okay. me, the crazier the storyline, the more likely I am to stay interested long enough. That's fair. Kind of like it's in between a documentary and a movie mm-hmm. or f- whatever it is because the movies are a little bit, or films are a little bit more, um, you know, scripted chaos. Mm-hmm. Whereas like another documentary like this guy intrigues me because it's like what, what all was going on where you could get that. Get to that point. Compliment. Yeah, yeah. Get to that point. Get that compliment because that 
triple threat right there. Yeah, I don't think anybody's saying that about <laughs> my life right now. My documentary is not getting that type of trifecta of James Bond, which also I mean, that means that you know, if you want to look at it from uh, James Bond and his like sexual energy or whatever, like this guy must have had. In order, and they're just calling him that because he's like a secret service agent, or they call him that because he's a smooth one. Yeah, suave. Yes, like, I imagine he's got to be a looker. I, he didn't. Lo- I, I'm not attracted to dudes, <laughs> but uh, he just was an older guy with like weird facial hair that and smoked cigarettes and like hmm. said manic stuff that was just running from uh, some sort of. I, I should have wrote more of the information down before I started talking about this, which is standard me, but. Because uh, I didn't know how much we were going to get into it, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm already like talking about something I haven't seen yet. So I'll do some more research and we can talk about it. But the just the intrigue of the lifestyle got me enough to be basically like a tr- watching a trailer to the documentary got mm. me enough interest to be like, eventually, some point, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> well, I'll definitely have to watch it over the weekend and we'll follow up with this on the next episode and yeah. dive a little more deeper. We'll dive deeper into it when I get more details on it. And like, as far as that goes, like, so that we can talk a little bit more about this guy's crazy lifestyle. That I'm just that nickname alone, though. Like those three names, <laughs> I keep coming back to it. But the fact that someone could live a life where you could get all three of the Indiana Jones too. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like that makes me think this guy was smooth. So if I watch it and he's not smooth, I'm gonna be like that. Whoever said that is full of shit. I'm gonna write Sorry a letter to the to the producers. <laughs> like, that letter. was a, that was the wrong way to go because I don't see that. <laughs> yeah, like a, just my documentary Yelp review. <laughs> I give it two stars on the compliment wow. that you gave him. The one compliment that I'm holding high above, probably anybody else would just watch it and move past that. But I'm like, you can't call somebody those three people unless you have something back, like good to back it up. Yeah, that's something you definitely have to back up. I don't know why I'm so intense on my compliments. I think because you know, I, I've been lucky enough doing shows that I got a lot of them along the, all along the way, and sometimes they feel good. Well, they always feel good, but sometimes you're just like, uh, today just... It's nice, but it's not fueling everything. Mm. And but I would take if to take some time if someone gave me like there's compliments that stand out, and that one sounds like something that hell yeah you better have some better be able to back it up. So hell well, this yeah. this is a preview to a documentary we'll watch and talk about again. And I got into it too much, but um, we'll we'll give it a shot and find out more about this dude's life and if it tracks on that level. And if you have seen it, maybe email in or whatever, and we can talk about what you think about that nickname. I like it. Not a nickname, but like a yeah thing just a compliment we could do random compliments that people give that are too much but i just if you say that about someone you better have some evidence so we'll do the research on i'll do the research now (laughs) and finding the evidence which i should probably be talking about next but instead we'll just move on finally as as i noticed um this might time it up a little bit but the the daytime commercials have changed because i think the kids are back in school oh like what do you the, see now compared to what you saw before? A lot of pet commercials, like the parents are home with their pets, and then, <laughs> and then like the drug commercials have changed, and mm. you know, there's always school supply stuff. And oh then yeah. Up until they go back to school, and then they kind of back off on that. But it was just a feeling I had one day when I was watching. It was like, I halfway knew that the kids were back in school because my my um, my family has kids, and my my friends have a lot of kids, and they were like talking about it. And then I was watching the commercials, and I was just like adding up, like this isn't something that would be steered towards me right now <laughs> which is not maybe narcissistic all. i guess on some level but now that you've gotten we've gotten trained with the algorithm we all know it's kind of part of us yep that i was like who is this for oh kids are back in school and parents are home back to school so that's what these commercials i should have wrote down more of the commercials that i saw but it was just a moment that i had that do you ever get like that when you're watching 
Like something in the commercials come across and you're like, wait a minute, this isn't for me. Yes, uh, it's usually about 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm seeing the one I just saw actually probably a few days ago. Um, it was a like a nighttime catheter. Whoa. Yeah, it, but it like there's like a tube and it like goes it. Yeah, it, we don't like, need to so talk You literally about it. sit it on like your nightstand at night. Oh come on. And it was talking about odor free oh, and easy wonderful. access, and I was just like, what the hell? Are like, you buying a car? <laughs> like, why am I seeing this? That new catheter smell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, you're like, this is can't be for me right no. now. And, the, and then the, I've always had the ones that's tougher at 3 a.m. when you're like, this is for me, and I should. They should not know. No one should know that I'm awake right now. Right. This should not be for me. I'd feel better with the catheter commercial than something <laughs> like you need. Are you, are you experiencing such and such? And you're like, yeah. Actually, I am. Are you experiencing <laughs> such and such? Yeah. Oh no. This is. Change you should the take channel. this drug that turns into a cartoon for some reason because everybody that makes these drug commercials is on shrooms. It's that's always cartoons or like flowers and gardens yeah. or the ocean. To try and get you to take a drug, we got to do cartoons no. like a Flintstone vitamin trick. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on that. Just pasty little vitamins. We're gonna take. <laughs> we're gonna eat. I always thought I never really got into those. First off, I think one of them was just absolute Bam Bam or Dino was disgusting. The purple one. I don't know the colors because I'm colorblind, so I had, oh, to, I had to go I by the shapes. That. My uncle's colorblind. Yeah, it's a weird thing that comes up every now and then, like that, and it's always tough to like if I mismatch clothes or if I run mm-hmm. a run a flashing yellow light instead of a, a flashing <laughs> red light instead of a yellow light, and then. I'll pick out the wrong Gatorade or something, and people will make fun of me. It's um, not your fault. Yeah, but it's a weird thing to have. Like, is you get past colors in like first grade, so it's like if you can't handle it in in your thirties, people are like, "What's what's the matter?" It's like, right, it's you're struggling a, with colors your whole life. It's not a strong disability where I'm like, you know, they're not having five Ks for me or anything. It's not like people are out there mm-hmm. like gen- generating awareness for people that can't match their clothes without writing on them. Right. You just got to accept it and move on, I guess. Yeah, we're not going to do a 5K because I can't buy navy pants. (laughs) Speaking of colorblind, I saw a meme. I guess it was on Facebook or something. And it was dogs in like a car driving. And I guess they pulled up to a light. And the guy, the dog in the back, the guy, the dog in the back is like, go, like, what does he say? He said, I don't know. We'll edit that little glitch out. You don't have to. It's right. But he says, go ahead and go. The light's gray. The light's dark gray. Well, it's on the top or the bottom, which helps most of the time. Yeah. Because yeah. there's other ways to do it. They give you other clues. And then the people were like, how did you color growing up? I was like, um, they had the names of the on, the colors on the crayon. Exactly. When they, whoever, whatever savage ripped them all off one day, then that's, then it goes rogue for me. <laughs> then you might have some, you know, yellow grass or something. And then I have to talk my way out of it. It was just, it's a creative choice. <laughs> I can imagine that being difficult though, because in elementary school and what, first, second grade, you're, well, kindergarten, first grade, you're getting... You're getting judged on that. Like, you're getting yep. graded on the, your colors and knowing the colors. So that yep. was probably really hard for you. I kind of get... I don't remember exactly because it's been a while. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure I worked my way through it by clues. Yeah. Like, that's how I've always worked my way through being colorblind is, like, the, just the clues of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, and then... Or, like, seeing someone else... Like, if you see your significant other check out your outfit on the way out of the house and then you're just like, I don't match, do I? <laughs> just by looking at your face and the way you're looking at me, you don't... It's like, what's that look for? You're wearing... I'm wearing purple with black or I don't know what I'm doing wrong. It's just because I was taught everything goes with jeans and then don't buy navy pants. That's pretty much what I did. Yeah. I don't think I've ever owned a pair of navy pants that weren't denim. So okay. that's a good point. 
Like I definitely, because it was like if you wore a suit or if you wore dress pants to school, like I just feel bought black, black <laughs> pants. Easy peasy. Like, yeah, and just kept it the same. And then I keep the outfits together. So I wouldn't buy, I don't, I don't dress that extravagantly anyway. It's not like I can't figure out my five outfits. <laughs> like, <laughs> which one, which t-shirt goes with these sweatpants this week? So it's not like I'm out there on the red carpet, like having to wear some sort of giant baloney outfit that matches perfectly for the... I don't know what, what Lady Gaga is going to show up in next. I was like, just thinking Lady Gaga. Yeah, when I said big baloney or whatever, that's not really that funny. But like you did picture something <laughs> I did. like that. And then everyone did picture Lady Gaga possibly wearing a baloney outfit. Wasn't it something like that? I don't know. It was, I'm always it was like a little meat. bit off. It was meat. Okay. Yeah, it was so just it was straight meat. up raw meat. Not almost meat like baloney, but. Yeah, wasn't even curated yet. God. Mm. What? I mean. Come on, man. I had, I'm not, I was just reflecting on all my, like, when I, before I podcast, I'm like, all my ideas and stuff along the way and how many bad ideas I've had. And, but I never was like, dude, today, this, this time, I'm, I'm dressing up like meat. I'm going to, like, uh, even if it was Halloween, right. if I showed up <laughs> like that, they'd be like, dude. What the fuck? Every vegan would be, thro- like, throwing their fake javelins at me. I don't know how it works. Throwing but. blood on you. <laughs> Spitting up blood on me and calling me names. Yeah. And then I'd have to talk about it later in therapy and uh, how it was all my fault for dressing up like a giant bologna sandwich. Actually, a sandwich wouldn't be that. F- it would be a funny costume. No, I'm just like, what's the difference? You could have like three people in on that costume. You're like the meat in the middle and then you've got like bread on either side. Some condiments thrown in there. Yeah, if you're a good sub and you got a good amount of meat, you know, mm-hmm. you got the right proportion and amount of condiments and stuff. And then, I don't know. So maybe this year I'll go as a sandwich. I haven't dressed up for Halloween in a long time. Every year I'm like, I'm going to do it this year. And then I get, I'm a little bit older, obviously, because it's a new year. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you know, I mean, unless you can create, like if there are kids coming to the neighborhood and you can really do the house up or like the, the whatever your apartment complex or people are trick-or-treating and all that fun stuff, to get involved rather than just to hand out, like you just be in your sweatpants handing it out to these right. kids. Well, but I don't know. I never do. I never do anymore. I don't go to Halloween parties as much. And even though they were always a lot of fun because people really let their, like, let their hair down. down. Yeah, they start to, like, kind of be themselves. (laughs) Someone that you didn't expect to come out and be, like, ridiculous at the party was dressed up like either something they wanted to be dressed up like, Mm -hmm. you know, or, like, an idea they had, and they're more themselves. So that's why I thought always Halloween was a pretty fun holiday to go to. It does. But I haven't done it in a long time because I'm in that middle... I think maybe if I'm like in my 60s, it's silly again <laughs> to dress up. But like at the age I'm at right now, it's like, eh, you don't have kids. What are you doing? <laughs> you're, like, you're like wearing Mickey Mouse ears to Target instead of or whatever, just mm-hmm. instead of wearing it to Disneyland. I don't know. It sounds, sounds kind of. That makes sense, though. But I feel like so? Halloween's an ex- a great excuse to, to dress up. I but agree. there is that like odd middle area, like that gray area of, of age. Like, if you have a party to go to, yeah, but right. it's like it's kind of senseless to, you know, if you don't have a bunch of kids coming to your house or you're not, like, friends with everybody in your neighborhood or something, you're just, right. like, go all out to dress up in this extravagant, elaborate costume, and you're just, like, at your house. Yeah, That's you just, fun. like, check your mail, and the <laughs> yeah. neighbor's like, what party are you going to? And you're like, I'm not. Are you, I are just you dressed up me? like this. <laughs> you got an invite? Yeah, I'm ready to <laughs> crash a Halloween party in my sweet costume. Just walk around the neighborhood and just suss it out a little bit. Like, oh, I think they've got something going Anybody, on there. Knock yeah, on the door. Yeah, wander in. Not only do they not know who I am because I'm dressed up, but, mm-hmm. like, they're like, excuse me, do we know you? I was like, it's me from uh, the other part of the cul-de-sac or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, and everyone else was invited. 
thought I thought this was a BYOB free invite here. You Bring your own costume. Come with a six pack. Well, let's say a twelve pack for this case. The, I'm sure they'll let you in. If you do show up with your own six pack and you're not out of control, like yeah. I mean, you're pretty crash parties guy. before. Crash. <laughs> we talked about tailgating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like you can. I don't know how much people do that anymore. I don't, I don't know if it's like there's. I don't know if we can go right back into people just like falling into other people's parties. Mm-hmm. Without it being like, dude, six feet or I don't know you. I hope that we get back to that some of that because that was the fun part of like tailgating and going out and meeting new people and partying with people that you met rather than just going out and being like, okay, we're all out, but none Mm -hmm. of us want to hang out with each other because we all might have some sort of airborne disease. You'll have to test it out. (laughs) Which part? The costume part or the, the crashing parties part? The crashing parties part. I might. Yeah. I might go back. I used to and be. And a costume. Though. I don't like <laughs> uh, talk about myself being good at stuff, but I was good at, at grad debt stuff back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. I mean, like, I just haven't done it as much, but I could show up to just about any party and have a good time and, and filter in. By the end of it in college or whatever, I was always like, because when I was in college, they had, they had like, whatever on your computer, they had playlists of illegally downloaded music and you would oh, just yeah. Lime play wire. that. Yeah, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would end up by there by the end of the night, like, DJing. <laughs> and not like a DJing that you would think of, like, scratching and stuff, but just like playing, like, songs that I liked or that I thought the crowd would like. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes people would come over and be like, dude, you're too emotional tonight. I'm like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> pump, pump it up a little bit. Yeah, you're, you're, let me play this. And I'm like, all right. That would be that, that should happen in real life, though, sometimes. If you were just driving, and that's what phone calls were supposed to be for the radio. Like, hey, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever you're, you're not really doing it for. Or here's a story. Now play this song, right, that matches it. Mm-hmm. Casey Kasem of the world. Now I'm damn dating myself. That people are going to, eventually, like, they're going to find out how old I am. It's not going to be that. I can't hide it anymore. <laughs> We're we're not disclosing your age. <laughs> no, I'm trying not to say it, and because you never know when this will air, it could be twenty ten years from now. No, it's just like I am. Um, I don't want to admit it. Like the the age, I because I'm a very childish brain. Like as far as like trying to have fun and the mm-hmm. stuff like that. But then when my adult version gets in, that's where the, the we were talking about earlier with the panicky like negative aspect. It's like fighting with my want to have just have fun thing. Right. And if it's just me out there, that's fine. But if I'm like trying to take care of someone else on a trip or like even we bring the we bring the dog along, that's a little bit different for me because mm-hmm. I'm like trying to make sure he's good and he's an animal and I can't you can't tell 100 percent because. We don't have kids, so we have to take our dog all over the place. Well, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? I wouldn't I, have it any other way. I yeah, but it adds to the day. And then like I don't know. See, we she loves it, and then I just get I get a little bit anxious about it. I guess too much. I was like every we have to take him everywhere. <laughs> what what is everywhere though? Like the store, know, just really. like we little really store really runs. It's and not stuff? no, not like that. We really don't. But we just make sure he has a lot of activities because he's a he's gotcha. a, he's a lab that needs a lot of. He's really awesome. So. And it's fun, but then we went floating and we took him along, and I, uh, I had several like mini panic attacks along the way about him or like oh, the water was wasn't going very fast, and it was like the longest float of my life because that dam hasn't been opened in a week. Or they open it, whatever they do it, like they tell you when they're going to open it, so you can have faster floats. But it wasn't mm-hmm. like that day, so it was a really long time on the water, which I've, you should be like enjoying. I was gonna say I've never been floating here. Oh, you haven't? No, I'm. I'm from Virginia, uh, Northern Virginia, and we have the Shenandoah River up there. So I've been floating like on a river 
Yeah, it was like that. But we didn't really move. Like, we really just yeah. stayed in one spot and, like, really? all hooked to each other and just kind of anchored in a spot. That's not, if you had a big group or whatever yeah. and do it like that, we, mm-hmm. and then you, we, we floated. It's like a three, it's supposed to be like a three and a half hour float. It was like six hours long. Oh, wow. We did a lot of stopping and it was a lot of slow. And like, it was just, we didn't even, I didn't realize it was that long. I mean, I have my stoner Jeez. brain where I'm like, this is taking a long time. But then usually it's just like, you know, you're just, it's your stoner brain. You just, mm-hmm. you don't know any sense of time and you're moving. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Okay, I think so, but then it turns out it was it was just a long long trip. But six hours is a very long time. Yeah, it was. And That's it, a full day. For I'm me. glad we didn't know how long that was. That was it. That was all. <laughs> then it was like got the dog home, gave him a bath, poured like one nightcap, and mm. then I was I was out, man. So, um, but it was more about me like panicking for small stuff along the trip and blowing up the rafts and parking here and parking mm-hmm. there. And, all the stuff that comes with it, but the moments where you're just floating and like the dog was on my chest and like I'm just chilling, mm-hmm. it was that like very like perfect. You're just staring at the clouds. He's out for a second taking a nap and you're just floating on the water. You don't I really like care that. how fast you're going. Yeah. So those were the parts that were like make it all, making they say make it all worth it, you know? Mm-hmm. And the fact he's a sweetheart afterwards, but like there was a lot going into it and I didn't handle myself the best. I don't handle myself when I'm stressed and panicky. Like I don't, it's not good and it's not fun to be around either. Yeah, well, it doesn't so. help to to think delve too deep into it as well i mean it, you are how you are like yeah you I'm, can control it to a certain extent but i mean it it makes it harder on yourself when you're over analyzing and you know yeah and it can't help like that and i like just i'm different but i'm different at different times because i've oh i don't think like i'm different in different moments different weeks i mean i feel like i am but some people might know me might be like no dude you've been the same for <laughs> 15 years or whatever and i'm like oh okay well you don't. I don't know if you want to hear that, or you like because you're consistent, but mm-hmm. also you want to hear like you've changed some. Like, uh, what have I gotten better at? at right. Something. <laughs> like the my last so fifteen you're years. Still a piece of shit, huh? Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that same piece of shit that you thought met. I was doing better. Right. You're just hurting my feelings by telling me that I'm the same. Um, but I don't know how much different I am. I feel like feel different at times, and I know I can be different in different parting situations. But and that's not just you know, booze and weed and all that stuff that comes along with it. It's just like my brain Mm -hmm. and the mood I'm in and where my stress levels are and things that are going on around me that I, if I can't quite factor that out and have a good time, I mean, you can be almost mostly a horrible event and you could still have a good time. I agree. Yeah. Like this could be the people you're surrounded with. Yeah. A a multitude of things that can contribute to that. Which is kind of what happened with the whole floating thing. I was the one that was out of control. Everyone else was having a good time. And then like, and so, but I, I still had enough of a good time to where like the panicking moments that I got out of control, they didn't overwhelm how my view on the day. Now mm-hmm. someone else dealing with that on top of theirs might be a little right. bit different because <laughs> you're dealing with me and I'm just dealing with me. So, um, but I just think that that's a thing. I would been, I almost tweeted it and like, because uh, almost tweeted it is what I should be doing because I just save a lot of my drafts and, and don't really send as much as I used to because I don't think a lot of people... Follow me on Twitter yet, but if you do, um, we'll, we'll get my handle out there, at Comedy Todd or whatever. Follow me on there. but Because I like that avenue a little bit more than Facebook or Instagram because it's just like kind of like thoughts right. or bits that are like premises that I can throw out there. But like I just say it can be a, um, a horrible event, and you can still have a good time for the most part. And I'm using horrible in like a weird, not like horrific way. A little but, bit problematic, yes, perhaps. Yes, maybe, maybe perhaps <laughs> I should use that instead, but... In your brain, it was not like a great time at times, but overall, you could still have have a good time and just be like, "Have you ever been to a party that was like an absolute disaster?" But you like it's all it's you remember being there. Yep. 
I can attest to that for sure. sure. Right. For sure. Yeah, we've all had them. I mean, and then now I'm just going to be crashing parties for the next two weeks <laughs> so we can get more podcast material and we can see how it goes. If I come back with any injuries or, or like, no, but usually, I mean, I've been thrown around a lot of strangers in my life for different people for partying after shows and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not a big deal or anything, but like I have had a lot of moments where you're hanging out with a lot of different people. Hmm after you're doing a show mm-hmm. and then usually I like it. I don't want to meet people. I probably may have said this before, but I don't like, but I like the green room effect beforehand. And then after I do the show and I know how well the show goes and I kind of know, I kind of know where you are in the audience. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. if you come up and tell me, you know, I, if I especially if I can see the whole crowd, which is <laughs> selling tickets and me, it, like I can see all the people there. So I can tell you how they reacted to what. Right. And then, so I know kind of who I would like to hang out with and who was a great crowd member and who wasn't. Yeah, you can kind of gauge that a little better, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I appreciate everyone. And then if someone wants to buy you a beverage or whatever, and you, you, th- but sometimes when they, when they buy you a drink after a show, they feel like they can all of a sudden take over the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, and listen to me. Yeah. I've like, got here, some bits. Can I, I try them out right, on you? Exactly. <laughs> now that I bought you this beverage, you got to listen to me for a little bit. And it's like, I don't know. I've... I have been in such bad places before where I was just like, just thank you for the drink. And then just kind of like (laughs) hung out somewhere else, which maybe isn't the best way to handle all of it and not a way to build a fan base. But it was just, I kind of knew the person was going to get me into a conversation I didn't want to have at that time, you know? Right. Well, I mean, they've got to respect your time too. I say you give them like a 10 minute limit. And then if right. you if you want to get out of there, get out of there. And if you're enjoying the conversation, stick. I wish I could g- give a better <laughs> time limit, but usually it's like sentences for me. Like how many <laughs> paragraphs into this conversation do I go? No. You gotta just set an alarm on your phone that sounds like a ringer, so you're getting a call, and then you just have to step away, and then you just never step back. You just never come back in. <laughs> Nobody calls me. <laughs> no, it's that's why you gotta set an alarm that sounds <laughs> like a ringtone. <laughs> All right. Like an old school ringtone, like you yes. remember those? I don't know if you. Uh, some people will remember them. Some people won't. Like the ringtones that were like R and B songs, but it was like in digital. Yeah. Like it was like it sounded like a computer was it's trying to get digitized. down. Digitized, yeah. <laughs> I had a call tone like that. Like do you remember call tones? Like when I you would call so. someone and like for the dial tone, it was a song or like a little okay. melody on yeah. their end from you. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little too fancy for me. Yeah, it costs like three dollars. I I probably only did it one time, and it was the same for years. But it was different. That was that's probably the way one mm-hmm. of the ways to go. Like yeah. I think I did that with my I had like my text message sent to like something that I thought was cool at the time or whatever mm-hmm. for a few bucks. And um, now now it's just everyone has the same ringtone, which is silent or air. Just a vibration. Just a vibrate. <laughs> Nobody wants to get their ringtone made fun of. I mean, every, no. somebody, every phone goes off during a show. Someone's always like, you get your rotary phone. And then it always gets a laugh. Yeah. It's usually the older, always. a little bit of older generation. Yeah. And then only people are like, what's the rotary phone? And I'm like, oh, man, you, you can at least know what a rotary phone is. <laughs> they don't teach that in history class. Sure don't. Wow. They should let you know about the good old days, like the 90s. Well, that's what we're here for. I don't know why I call the 90s the good old days, but I did it. I, have, I would have been a good time to be this age in the 90s. I would have had a lot of fun. Except for I would have been the old guy at spring break for sure. <laughs> I go to Daytona every year. Yeah. <laughs> every year for MTV or whatever the hell they are that year. Yep. People just pouring shots on each other and doing gross stuff, like body shots. Body shots. Oh. Now people are like, that is against the, the, the law. law. 
no way are we doing body shots. If you do body shots, that is disrespectful to the people of the coronavirus and all that fun stuff. And all it's the like, other viruses well, to I come. I don't think if you're doing body shots, you're really worried about who it's irresponsible for. You're right. just like in the moment, like, let's get crazy and then hopefully don't black out. Yeah. You've already or gotten you already that blacked point. out. Yeah. Just keep on going. <laughs> Take the party to a whole new level of closeness. But I never really got into those. I mean, I, I did some shots a couple of weeks ago or whatever, and I just got my mouth. My mouth just started running. Oh. I know it's not it's not it's just like some other things are happening around me that stemmed me up and then I just started I'm just like you don't want it in you want shots in you if you're having a good time and everything's going good around you and stuff like that but you, then the moment everything goes bad you don't want them in you anymore yes yeah, so once it takes that negative turn and it's usually an unexpected turn you're just like oh gosh yeah like, <laughs> somebody oh, somebody hold me back cause. yeah because here comes some <laughs> sentences that I don't even like that I'm not gonna like tomorrow no I'm gonna have to explain myself out of this so that's why, rather than the shot level, I only do that for like it's like it's fun environments or if a bunch of people like it was a work party or thing and we were all out celebrating after we'd been working hard together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I stick to like just whatever mixed drink I like for that night or if I'm out maybe some beers and then I, I don't I don't do the shots but I'll have you know maybe an edible or something because only thing you're gonna do if you're high is you usually sound dumber or you sound more profound. Those are the only two options. Agreed. Agreed. And I don't, that doesn't bother me that much. I feel like it helps set the pace, too. It does. Yeah. It does. For sure. If, like, I joked about how I like having my weed with lunch now because then I can have, because panic attacks at night are too stereotypical. <laughs> you got to have it before sundown. I may have mentioned that before because it's a bit I've been working on. You mentioned on, that last episode. I did? Okay. Yeah, then we did. won't have to talk about it every time. But um, <laughs> be like every podcast, I sneak it in. I like it. <laughs> but it's a bit that I'm trying to work out that I need to do on stage a couple more times before I decide if it's good or not, you know, even though I threw it on here twice already. But I mean, I, it's just it's just to get it in a good. It's most of the time just to get me in a good mood for the rest of the day. I think it's relatable. That's the goal. I'd much rather have a, po- a podcast. I'd much rather have a panic attack in the middle of the day than right before I go to sleep or right at the beginning of my day. Like, I don't want to have a panic attack at the start of my day. No, I don't want to start off with that at Hell all, no. ever. I don't ever want one of those anyway. And by mm-hmm. the way, if you're suffering or having it or going through them, make sure you get to somebody and talk and all that fun stuff because we can talk about that more in the future because I've had, like, months-long panic attacks. So I don't... I joke about it, but I don't... Yeah, I don't want anybody to have that. And you definitely don't want to have that on, with your coffee in the morning. Mm-mm, no, sometimes coffee is not good for people with anxiety. No, caffeine. And I was just asking today about how if you like drink a lot of caffeine, you're still considered sober. <laughs> yeah. It's still like a... Yeah. Excuse me. It's a... um still uh, something that you're putting in. You're still considered like a sober... You can have nine cups of coffee and people will still call you sober. I'd be like, you're either trying not to do something else. Right. Not you, technically. Yeah. Are you just having a lot of caffeine? And, and that caffeine's going to affect you somehow. It will. But I'm not downplaying caffeine. I'm a, I love caffeine. I, need to, I drink too much soda. I drink too many energy drinks, all that stuff. But it's just like something that inflates me a little bit and gets me through the next couple hours until something cool happens. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Find that next cool eclipse. A cooler eclipse, like a solar eclipse. Yeah, that sounds like something that we could do. Turn into a sweet commercial for like a juice box or something. <laughs> <laughs> cooler eclipse. <laughs> That's why those kid commercials. <laughs> whatever. I, I bring back cartoons or something. I, when's the last time you watched cartoons? Uh, does Family Guy count? Oh, I have to count it. Yeah, I love, it. I love Family Adult. Guy. I watched Family Guy, King of the Hill. I just watched King of the Hill the other day. Both great. Yeah, I love King of the Hill. Love Bobby. Love Hank. 
They have good characters on that one. They do. What is the character on King of the Hill? Help me remember. Oh, no. He's like one of the friends that stands like along the fence, you know, but he's the one that like mumbles. mumbles. You know, I should know his name, but I didn't, I, I don't, I'm I not going to get it. I can't help either. you out right now. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But he not literally, he'll just be like, yeah, someone else, someone else, someone else, in the computer, someone else, someone else, someone else. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. everybody knows and someone from a small town that like kind <laughs> of basically has their own language. Yeah. I remember like there was a few guys at the, when I worked at bartending in my hometown or would go out to the bars with my dad or some people around hometown. There's always a couple of guys that had their own, like you had to have one of the, another dude there that spoke his language. <laughs> to so translate? They, yeah, to translate what was going on. Because they would make up words or use words for other stuff. Like it just looked like somebody sat on a keyboard. Oh, wow. Sounded like that. But then someone would be like, oh, he just means he wants one more or whatever and that you, you know, you're cool or something. Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. oh, all right. Yeah. So like the fact that that character does that and everyone in a small town knows just someone that kind it. of either, either mumbles when they're drinking or mm-hmm. has their own language. Yeah. And I remember a couple dudes like that. Now I was I was younger, and they were older than my like, dad's generation, but they definitely had made up bunch of sayings. Just a whole language of mumble. And then they'd start mumbling that, and then you're like, <laughs> "All right, dude, come on, you ready to go home? <laughs> you want some food? Right, let's go get something to eat. Let's go." Then there were no food trucks back in like uh, it would have been good for like food trucks to be in the '90s or early 2000s. Oh. That would have been sweet. I mean, whoever came up with it, whenever that happened again, like, you ever seen the movie Chef? Have I asked you about that? I no, have. you haven't asked me about that, but I've never seen that. Oh, it's a good one. And it's about a, yeah, it's John Favreau, who I think is, I'm, mm, just, okay. I'm a huge, huge fan of. And and then and some other great talent are in it, and it's about a guy starting a food truck. And mm. it's like, I just want that. If he, if he, if people like always talk about a time machine type thing, but I think I would just do like small, I'll just go back and place like small things. Mm-hmm. And then of course it changes the scope of the world and all that and all that lovely stuff that people talk about and you can't do that. But I think I would put a food truck an invention in the nineties. I like that. It's not too drastic, you know? Right. I don't think it would change the course of time I'm too not, terribly much. I know I'm not taking anyone specifically from now and moving their food truck back. I'm just putting the concept back mm-hmm. then and letting more people run with it. I like that. Then, then also, then I then I have some street meat, and I'm not puking up Natty Light every <laughs> college event I ever went to, drinking that horrible beer that we had to drink to try and be cool, and the cheapest stuff we could find to try mm-hmm. and fit in. And then I would have a food truck there to save me, because if we had $5 pizzas back then, which was one thing, mm-hmm. but then you see, you'd have to time it up. But if you had a food truck, I think my college years would have spent with a lot less nausea. That'd be perfect. Or I just would puke up more stuff from the food truck which mm. uh, that's not what we should be talking about right and now. And then there'd be we? some laws going into place so we wouldn't have food trucks now. <laughs> yeah, I would have ruined it. So I'd have placed it in the 90s. It would have been dead by 2015, and we won't even have it. Agreed, agreed. So see, that's why we can't Mothman. <laughs> what was the movie that they did? Mothman Prophecies or something like that? I don't know. One of the movies where they did it, or Butterfly Effect. Oh, with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they that's a good movie. It. Yeah, it's, I think it that's a cult classic. I, I would call it that. I would think it's a cult classic for sure. Yeah, and, uh, and and not everything he does is always like agreed upon by everybody, but I, I think he's got some solid stuff out there, and that was one of them. That, just the concept itself. Everybody's thought about it. Everybody's mm-hmm. wondered what would happen, and then if you start changing things around one thing at a time, it was it was they did a pretty good job with it. Yeah, he's coming back. Uh, he and his wife, Mila Kunis, are going to be on that 90s show. See, then that's mm-hmm. a genius, because I talk about the 90s all the time, and everybody from there misses the 90s, so now they're going to have a bunch of 90s references with that group. It's going to be super easy for them to do, and then yeah. people are going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. I don't know what it's going to be on, but I will download that streaming app when it comes, I'm sure. See, it's in, and I'm sure a lot of people are right there with you. 
Yeah. So um, I'll give it a shot. But I mean, I did like the show, and then the dad was cool, and they had a lot of good humor in there. And then they did some, they were to experiment with the drug stuff on yeah. TV before. I mean, it was kind of like thought about because they would cut away and cut back, and they had been smoking something, <laughs> but no one would say what it was, right? right. But yeah. everyone knew it was. They're weed. very discreet about it. That yeah. We knew what they were doing. We knew that. <laughs> we. I don't know what other shows around there, other than like maybe some films and stuff, were flirting with the idea, but no, I don't know how many network shows had talked about it. That Not much many. Not at that many. point. So, mm-hmm. um, now they can do the 90s and they can do whatever else and they'll be watching TRL and there'll be references to Britney Spears and stuff like that. People oh, absolutely. The boy bands, Yeah, Spice all the girls. boy bands, they'll eat it up. And they can <laughs> probably dress up like one for Halloween. We're back to that. <laughs> all those guys will dress up as something from the 90s on their Halloween episode and you'll everyone will watch that one. Yeah. I'll watch that one actually probably too. We'll have to talk about it. I wonder when to, I, I'll have to look and see when that comes out. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm curious because I did see I get some I've, since I follow so much entertainment stuff I get some of the new ideas before I, like not before everyone else but before like a couple people that are close to me that we send mm-hmm. it well or someone else will find it you know like the new James Bond who that might be and all that stuff right now they're just rumors but I did see that a while back so when I see it a while back I think that it might be who knows how long before <laughs> it comes out and the next thing you know after I'd seen it and it's been a while then boom it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or on Hulu or something like that. Yeah, and it's like you've pro- like forgotten about it by that time that it comes out, but you're like, oh, right. yeah, right. I remember that. I, I remember I remember reading about that. For I remember reading the headline because I don't read the articles because as soon as I click on an article, if something else gets in my face, mm. I'm out. Yeah, not I'm, going back to it. No, I'm that old guy. <laughs> I have to, re- have to click read more and then it takes you to something else. It's like, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I here? Why am I doing this? this mm-hmm. is, I can figure it out within or how ask someone else or mm-hmm. as a few people everyone has a few people that they text to like ask if this is true or if they'd found out about it yet in different avenues like you have a even if they're your close friends or real close friends you may have that but also there's some people that you have you're like oh this so-and-so would know about this yeah they're like more more profound in this subject right so it's like something comes out in this sort of entertainment or this sort of music and you're like, oh, it makes you think of someone like that. That's the one. There's a few beautiful things about so, about texting or about being able to contact someone so fast is that you're thinking about them at that moment. Mm-hmm. So because anytime like my nephew texts me, I'm like, oh, there's one moment in time he was like thinking about like my dumbass. Yeah, it's special though. So and it's still like that as long as you hold it because it's nice to say someone that you know when if it's something good or on the same page or they're thinking about you like, hey, such and such, this show's coming out. And I think this show's coming out, and then you text them. Mm-hmm. It's how you keep in contact with people with by knowing their strengths and what their in- interests are. You yeah, know? their interests. And I mean, they're thinking, like you said, like with your nephew, like that's thoughtful. You know what I mean? They're thinking of me. Yeah, and I get real pumped when they, yeah. And when my when my niece, my niece and my nephews and uh, my friends' kids all get they all get cell phones, and it's like. At some point, maybe they'll think of, I guess they'll call me Uncle Todd, but mm. I mean, like, uh, they'll send me a message and I'll, I'll be like, I'm always like, man, just so flattered. And it always catches me. Like, life, life I, I complain a lot about weird stuff, but always as I'm complaining about something or worked up about something, life will send me like a little bit of a message. And like, when it's always, I'm fired up about something, I'm like, this sucks, I'm stressed whatever financial situation, whatever's going on. And then like my nephew will send me a text of like, Hey, what are you doing? And you're like, Oh my God, the world's not that bad. Yeah. I love, I love moments like that. Cause they really just make you appreciate the situation that you're in or what you're stressing about. And it's like, yeah, this is shitty, but it could be worse. And there is hope out there. And yeah. there's, there are positive things that you can reflect on and, and 
Yeah. It's nice when they're handed to you like that. I'm spoiled. So that happens to me. Like, I'll be complaining, like, my ankles will be sore, and then someone will roll by me, and it doesn't have any use of their, like, leg. It's always something crazy yeah. like that. It's just like, oh, I'm so tired of walking. And then you look over, and someone's, like, driving towards you, and you're like, dude, come on, Todd. You're fine. Your legs work. You're mm-hmm. all right. It really puts right. it in a perspective. I'm trying. It's all about perspective. I said that a few times on stage, like, a couple weeks ago after a funny bit. But, mm-hmm. well, I thought it was funny, and they did, too. But... I don't remember the bit, but it's all about like your perspective. And I just kept throwing that in the show and it was kind of mm-hmm. funny, but it is. Um, and then, but then again, it's like sharing perspectives helps. So I agree. That's why we podcast. That's why I we agree. talk to each other. That's why we try and figure out all this, you know, all this good stuff about each other. And then, and we're just trying. And then anytime a moment like that happens, I just get so pumped. So anytime he could text me at three in the morning and I, well, first off, I'd be like, <laughs> you text my brother and be like, you know, your, your son's up at 3am, but he always hits me up at a good time and just is flattered because it's not all the time and it just happens and it's, it's real cool. And they're, they're all getting their pictures of going back to school mm-hmm. and they're all getting so old so fast. And I just that my sense of time is so bad that I just like look down at a phone and be like, man, lots happened in the past five, ten years. Yeah. Kids grow so fast. They do. Dude. Yeah, I don't remember really moving fast. that fast for me. Yeah. Like a kid will be gone for the summer and come back and you're like, damn. <laughs> yeah. And they, they change how they look real, real fast or they're mm-hmm. growing in and out and then. You know, and then are they deciding what they want to wear to school that day? And you're like, well, that's a little questionable. But mm-hmm. I remember what I used to wear, and I had a mullet. So what did I know? Oh wow! Oh, we haven't talked about my mullet. We've not talked. We have not brushed upon your mullet. My childhood mullet. Your childhood mullet. How long know. did you have it? Through fifth grade. But th- through <laughs> when, when did it start? Probably eight or nine. Okay, so that's like so that's like two maybe two years, three oh, years. Is it, it was at least. God, maybe I was younger when I got it. I don't know. I'm guessing on the when it started, but I know when I know sixth grade I cut it off because I remember my school picture and my mm. my lovely Grant Hill jersey that I mowed lawns for and my glasses and my oh, Alba, Alvin the Chipmunks I look. I need picture for proof. That one, the sixth grade year was a good year for me. We can yeah. only talk about this later in the future, but it was a fun year for me. I just cut my mullet off so like I could get a little bit more attention that I wasn't getting when people just thought I was crazy. <laughs> it was still crazy, but I had a different look, you know? Mm-hmm. I had glasses. Fresh to death. I look like Alvin stole Simon's glasses. <laughs> I look like a chipmunk. I can picture it now. Yeah, and we, well, maybe we'll get that online or whatever with Podcast Nation and then um, let everybody know what I look like in sixth grade and see where I'm at now with my gray and my beard. And then we can have a vote if you should, you should go back to that look or not. Bring you know? it back? Yeah. All right. Hair grows back fast. I'll, I can bring it back for a, like, a, <laughs> what do they do, those side-by-sides? Yeah. <laughs> bring it, I'd fi- love to I'll see find it. a pair of those glasses. <laughs> And I had to get some hairspray because I think I was using a little bit of that. Oh, I bet. Yeah. All that good aerosol. I thought I was the smoothest kid. <laughs> that was a good year. All right. Well, that was a good one. Did you have fun? I had fun. I had a, had a wild ride. That was a wild one. <laughs> I mean, that was different. We talked about a lot, a lot of different stuff. I was all over the place at some point. But I think that's dealing with different, you know, the fun part about podcasting is what's going on during that time and how to talk about it and then trying to make it relatable and funny. And I think we had a, I had a good one today, I think. I think it was great. The fact that we don't have a clean cut plan for each episode, <laughs> we do a hell of a job. Don't tell everybody that. <laughs> don't let them know that this is... This, I have like some sort of a plan, but it's just, it's more of, I, I have ideas that I want to explore and then I, I love the pod, the podcasting does it, you know, takes you on a journey that, that you don't even really know it's going to happen, which is the, why it's so fun and why I think a lot of people are enjoying it lately. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like hopping in the car and just going for a drive without a destination. And you don't have to actually drive. Isn't yeah. that fun? Or you could be driving and you could take a little bit of your time up on your drive and, mm-hmm. and you know, get to the next place. Next thing you know, you listen to us talk for several minutes about stuff. And um, I hope you're enjoying it. Um, I'm enjoying doing it and we're having fun with it. And we're going to keep bringing you good episodes like this one. And they'll be a little bit different every other week. I just, if you're listening, thank you. And keep listening. And if you, it's manicpod at gmail.com. And uh, follow me online and all that stuff. Check out our episodes as they come out. But this was a fun one, and they're always fun with you. And I had a great time. Cheers to everyone for paying attention and giving us a chance.